This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. But we've talked about that before. That's fun. We didn't talk about it enough because that was we've like... We've talked about it multiple that times. That was like... That's ha- fucking sweet. That, that was like a fourth of the horsepower that Guys, the show was I have got a, a topic, though, to start oh, us on. off here. Let me talk to you about this. Was, did yeah, you guys see the news story cool. about Trump's doctor? The not be- his... The best topic. Oh, I did see this. Okay, one? not his current doctor, but the doctor that like was on the floor above him at Trump Tower, the one that had like I the crazy long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, like, there a, was that a picture of him? There's a picture. Pic- yeah, there's was, a picture of him. I saw a headline like about that happy. and a picture of a guy, and I was like, is that the guy? Yeah. So that was Trump's doctor for many, many years prior to moving into the White House. And so during, like, apparently during an interview or something, the doctor, like, right after he was, after he, like, moved to the White House, the doctor mentioned that he had been prescribing him uh, hair growth pills. Yeah. So then, like, the within the next couple of days... Trump's bodyguard shows up at the doctor's office. Yeah, the bodyguard. With, like, a couple other people mm-hmm. and just starts, like, trashing the place, basically. They're like, give us his medical records. Yeah, he was like, it took, like, 25 minutes and it was, like, the most, like, uh. He called it rape. Yeah, he called it rape. That's yeah, probably just a bad choice of words. I, I assume trying... he meant to say that he felt violated. Yeah, 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 yeah. He felt violated was the thing, but yeah, I was trying to use a better choice of words than, uh. Than the... rape. But I'm sorry, how amazing! Who, wait, this was who rating is? This was Trump's bodyguard and like awesome. some other White House person and mm-hmm. like and a third unidentified character, I believe. And so they like you know strong armed their way into the office and were basically like give us all of Trump's medical records. And then they started going through his cabinets and stuff. And you know Trump had been seeing this guy for like 25 years or something. Mm-hmm. So like, um, can I, oh, yeah. can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you think they knew how? Do you think they did this because? They thought because the FBI can do this to us that we can do this. To, well, no, to this other was people. like much before it's that. It's very like Trump. This, oh, this was. was like a solid year before this. Oh, this I think was like okay. this was like January of like seventeen, gotcha. and apparently they also asked, uh, well, ordered him to take down a photo off the wall of him and Trump. They're like, and also that has to go. Right. Like, throw that in the garbage. On the wall. Oh, uh, that. Yeah. So like, and it was basically, and one of them apparently said like. You wanted to work in the White House? Like, fat chance now. Shouldn't have brought up the hair medicine. Like, and so, like, how... So, so basically, like, just to, like, put this in simple terms, this guy brought up the fact that Trump is taking this, like, dangerous, like, hair growth medication, and then he was embarrassed about it enough to, like, send, like, goons, basically, to his office and just, like... Trash yeah. the place as a revenge. Like a yeah, this, this is all. Uh, this is all one. Like, how dare like, you imply uh, that this isn't my natural hair? This is all one man's like uh, you know brainchild. This uh, uh, pretty uh, elaborate you know break into a uh, establishment, mm. right? So I don't know. Take it away from there. Well, <laughs> Some, what's that? Somebody the, else the, of his office. Somebody or? else. 
Just take it away, somebody else. I don't know. All right. Well, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. <laughs> this is a uh, podcast in which we discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle one minute at a time, having never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us again, we have Steve Chandler. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Steve Chandler. Thank you. And uh, also, Steve Richardson's here. Howdy right. ho. <laughs> so, like, that's not confusing at all. You know, two no. Steves. You can call me Chandler. There's always two Steves in most, like, places I'm working, mostly. Mm-hmm. I've never worked with another Steve. It's great. Really? Yeah. You stop with there that. We'll, go. Go, we'll get rule number one on the rules of podcasting. I'm sorry. Here, take my pen away. What is rule number one in the rules of podcasting? All right. I got to get uh, I gotta get uh, better into the headspace here Tapping of Mystic table. Pizza Minute. We're on, uh, we're on Minden 90 here, people. Yeah, the big 9 We've big done 90 of these things. You guys are really close. Well, no, we've done 89 of them. Yeah, we've done 89 of them. This is the 90th. This is the 90th. Well, I mean, it's the 91st, depending on how you count Werewolves of Mystic, but... Yeah, Werewolves of Mystic, you should listen to it. It's I, great. I, uh, what is that? No, no, no. It's a what Steve happens in Richardson masterpiece? Mm-hmm. I did not touch it, I will never touch it. Yeah, uh, Minute 90 was a, or uh, Werewolves of Mystic was a, a feature for Don't worry about Mystic it, you Minute. can check it out later. Written by Steve Richardson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nope. Written by Steve Richardson, performed by Steve Richardson. I'll have to Google that. Steve's. I'll have yeah. to Google that meme yeah. when I get home. Unprompted. So, uh, anyway, uh, what happens in this minute, Windsor? Okay, uh, so, uh, Charlie's still, uh, I guess, uh, you could say that Charlie's drunk by this point, because, uh, remember how quickly Daisy got drunk earlier? Yeah, people just get drunk fast in this movie. People get drunk really fast in Mystic. Maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like, uh, the more north you go, the Mm. drunker you get real quick. It's like an altitude thing. Yeah, it's like Maybe an altitude thing. Pure moonshine. If you take like three sips of beer, you yeah. get like real drunk. So what I know about Connecticut, there is a lot of drinking. My girlfriend is from from Connecticut. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh why? Is oh it... yeah, you uh, mentioned to me before we started recording before Windsor got here. Uh... Yeah, I was in New England. I was I drove past Mystic Pizza. You didn't stop for a, a slice I... of za while you were there by any chance? No. It oh, was close. bummer. What what day was that? So we know to I avoid don't it. Don't remember. I guess we could probably look that information up. <laughs> That's the worst story ever. <laughs> uh, we drove past it. We cr- There's a bridge there. Was there like an aura the around the place? Like, you know, did it nah, feel weird when you were there? Kinda, well, there's dark windows. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did you have uh, any, like, foreboding feeling or anything? Uh, just about, like, the traffic and the tight streets, pretty much. There are tight streets there. So Charlie's remember that. Okay. <laughs> so Charlie's drunk, and There's his grandma's or his aunt. We learn in this minute it's his aunt. Yeah, is, Tweety. Is, uh, yeah, Tweety. Just went for her like little racist anti-Portuguese spiel. Yeah, that was in the last minute. So in this minute, Charlie says, "Wait, no, I want to like hear what you mean, Aunt Tweety. What did you mean by that?" Yeah, and, and so. And then, uh, like, people are like, "Charles, stop it!" Yeah, and he's like, "No, no, seriously, let's clear yeah. the air." Well, yeah, he says, let's go there. And, and um, Tweety. And Tweety. And what kind of name? Is Tweety, is Tweety to... short for something? Like, that's her name is not Tweety, right? Who is he calling Tweety? It could be Tweety. like... Um, like a nickname. You know. Yeah. Yeah, what's Tweety a nickname for? A bird? I mean, at that point, it could just be anything. It could be yeah, Bertrude could be or something. Yeah, maybe it's Bertrude. So, uh, Aunt Bertrude, she doesn't really say have anything else to say. She, like, backs down, kind uh-huh. of. Well... 
But no, or, it says, uh, puts you her can't even train your husband like, to sleep at home. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right. Yeah. It, was, it was a sharp Which, Does that mean he's, like, out and about sleeping I think that's exactly what that other people? Or does he, like, you? just fall asleep at other people's houses and, and then, like, stay up all night at home because he's nothing else? The scene is too else. real. To yeah, yeah maybe. To be. This is some shit. Charlie is opening up a book here that, like, is a whole different movie. And this Charlie guy is, like, it could Let's, be like a, a prequel to Mystic Pizza. Which funny pages out of the book? We just had a scene where it seemed like Daisy was trying to pick a fight with her mom, and now it's Charlie trying to pick a fight with her with his folks. Yeah, uh, yeah, what she definitely is doing. Yeah, it is a lot. Which is like, funny because yeah. like yeah. Daisy doesn't have any sympathies. So in this minute, after he kind of causes a big scene, he, well, he's like, trying to impress the girl. He thinks is like a. Mm. He, he pulls this uh, tablecloth off the table, and, and right. then he, like Daisy storms out, and so she like you'd think she would have some sympathy for him in this case because you know, yeah, and she's blaming him because uh, he is the yeah he's the one who started the well, fight. Well, maybe it's because she recognizes the behavior that she herself has in him. Like she's like, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she, he's having like a big narcissistic like. Temper tantrum, basically. He's having his own well, crisis. I think it's she, more like, he's uh, like trying to associate it with his environment when it's just he's like different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. It's, yeah. um, you know, yeah, Charlie has a fight with his dad. Well, let's go backwards from that. In the middle of this so, uh, Windsor dinner scene. He pulled the tablecloth off, right? Like, yeah, he well, definitely... Well, let's get to there. Which resulted we're, we're skipping in, over, like, half of the stuff here. Yeah, no, okay. we're going backwards now. So, they're fighting, and he tells Antwi the thing about his husband sleeping. And then they're like, Charlie. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, and you, you, Dad, you can't train me. And he's like, I, you know I can't cut the mustard. You can't train a golden boy like me. What can you do? Yeah, he does just immediately turn her, like, little racist episode into being about him. You know? (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. Like, Daisy does have a point. Right. But, yeah, it it does ultimately end up with uh, Charlie standing up and um, basically pulling the tablecloth, you know? Yeah, he just kind of, like, like, messes uh, up the table. Yeah, he messes up the table. It would have been cool if he went for one of those, like, where you try to pull the whole tablecloth out from under it and, like, leave everything standing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not particularly impressed by how uh, Charlie messed up this table. He could have swiped the table, which would have been, like, a lot better of a move. It's kind of like he grabbed the tablecloth and then didn't have, like, a second step to the plan. He He was was just like, like, well, now I have the tablecloth. Maybe I'll just go... Yeah, he just 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 tugged a little bit at the tablecloth. And Matt Damon, by the way, got visibly upset. Because the food is gone. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck, Charlie? Matt Damon said shit. He said, ah, shit. Yeah, did he say ah, shit? He said, ah, shit, man. Steamer. Steamer said the S word. Steamer's like 14. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All Steamer cares about is... Chicks and food. Yeah. I have a question. It's more Mom's of a it's more of a, a, a prompt. It's like a conversational prompt inspired by the, uh, the tablecloth thing. But what's mm-hmm. the biggest scene you've ever caused? What's the biggest scene I've ever caused? Like that you just oh, got all pissed off, like unreasonably, possibly, <laughs> and then just like caused a big mess. I don't think I'm like the Mine's guy all... in my family who does that. Well, yeah. Without naming names, I guess could you name an incident that you've witnessed? Where that's happened? Kind of, but it's like, it was like before I was born, like I had this one uncle who like apparently caused a big scene and uh, never met that uncle before. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You got one, uh, Steve Chandler? Uh, 
No, I would say most of my big scenes have been probably on the internet. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, they're a little more contained. Yeah, it's harder to little, like uh, explain those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing so that a lot lately yeah. on the Facebooks. So I probably said either con- com- compartmentalized to now or like five or like like no like ten years ago when I was like really really in those internet communities and stuff. Well, I didn't have uh, an answer when I actually asked the question, but I came up with one, and m- mine <laughs> goes all the way back to, uh, I believe it was eighth grade for me. So, mm-hmm. um, I one time was, we were playing, it was, I was going to a private middle school, and there was like, you know, it was pretty small, and for gym one day, we were all out playing, like, kickball, basically, or what, what do you call it when it's like baseball, but you kick the big rubber ball? Kickball. Uh, That's kickball. kickball. Yeah. That's what we used the name. Kickball is such a good name, and we wasted it on that sport anyway. <laughs> like, I feel like there should be like a real sport. You know, it's not just like baseball, but you kick. Like, like, like a Cronum. Cronum. I was gonna say. <laughs> but um, that's a real sport. <laughs> What's Cronum? Cronum is. Uh, do you do you know Death Sleeper? Yeah. Do we? Did we talk about this? Uh, what are you guys talking about? Have we talked about me seeing Death Leaper on the field while I was working video production for Chrono? No, but uh, you should tell everybody <laughs> Dude, in the world about, about that? that. Dude, Chrono was like this, like, ma- it was like this sport created by this, like, venture capitalist guy who is, like, maybe a local to this area. Do you know anything about the backstory of this? Because I only no. know shreds. Uh, the okay, so there's like I just know that Death Sleeper is like a professional Chrono. Is he still doing it? I probably not. So what's Chronum? What, what's the sport? So like? Chronum is a new. It's a new sport from let's say the Chronum Company, uh-huh. and if they are like Your friends at the Chronum Company, they have friends uh-huh. of the Chronum Company. So there's a field. Do you know what the, what the field is? Is it? Uh, can I, I know just make some guesses is. here? Is it going to be like octagonal? Octagonal? It's a circle. It's a circle. That's kind of like an circle. Octagon. It's infinite sides. Okay. Okay. So yeah. You, okay. So the field is a circle. There are four goals. Okay. And there are, I believe, still two teams. Uh huh. And they like control. Man, it's been a while since since I uh, was up on my Chronum game. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But um, the basically, I think they control two goals at a time. There may or may not be a way that they like switch control of those goals during uh-huh. the game. But like, the point is that there's four places to score, and it, the Ball just, possession rules. I'm are, just picturing Quidditch. It's uh, it's you're yeah. It's skirting skirting that line, but it's like it's a mixture of ball possession rules between like rugby. Uh, no, okay. I'm sorry. This is all coming back to me. There's different zones of the field uh-huh. where you have different ball possession rules. Uh-huh. So and like there's in, the snitch. in one area you have the, <laughs> you like have it in your hands and one area you have to kick it like a soccer ball and another one you have to do something else. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we So it's like what happened to soccer after Harry Potter came out. You can't compare this to soccer. The, this but with less owls. I'm not gonna, it's a it's a bold venture. Anyway, so it's it's was. like the Esperanto of sports, though. It's somebody I've made never up actually this, seen this it be sport. played before. I should say. Really? Somebody's no. like, what if we invented we a sport from the up. ground up, like with no preconceptions yeah. of like what sport is, or you know? That's exactly for better or for worse what they were <laughs> this guy was trying to do. So like, there's this guy who owned it, and like, so the company that I work for was doing like, or no, this I'm sorry, this was like a freelance thing at the time was. Through another guy, he was doing all like a live edit of the shows, and all that was happening is that we were building up a backlog of 
recorded games. Uh-huh. So there were like games being played on this field. We were the video production crew there doing our stuff. There were like a couple people up on scaffolding and like we were just filming the game and recording that to a hard drive and that's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so and that, that? that was happening for like months. Uh, Wait, so did you see Death Sleeper there? Yeah. So you I, saw Death Sleeper yeah, there? I, Holy I, shit. So it, I don't forget I forget how this happened. What I think was I, he like? No, I think I saw him yeah, with Yeah, was he the same as he was in elementary school? Oh, he was inspired. Because that's when I was really good friends yeah. with him. Dude, Wait, he was, what? He, no, well, I saw him on the graphics board. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, nah. Like, that, that would be weird. But, like... Whatever, I think I pieced it together at some point because the area is right and like uh-huh. it's like it's out. We're talking coast. about, by the way, uh, future uh, future guest of Mystic Pizza Minute, Death Sleeper. Death Sleeper, uh, uh, professional crow. Get you on the show, but anyway, you saw him anyway, on the scoreboard. I see him on the scoreboard. I think I probably like try to find him because like can't that's his it. real name. And I was like, Death yeah. Death Sleeper, like from what? Uh, it's not Pinecrest, like he right? hates that Springton. Or something. Uh, I went to school with him in Indian Lane, and yeah, Springton. Springton, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, I was in middle yes. school and I was playing kickball, <laughs> and so they had these uh, jerseys that you put on, no, like over your nice. clothes. We, we talked, and it was nice, and it was good. They it had these fu- like it was fucking hilarious. It was great. I loved it. So they had Cronum, great made up sport. They had red jerseys and they had blue jerseys, right? Yeah. And they were just like you've seen these like sports jerseys that they have for gym, you know? Yeah. What do you call it? Pennies. Pennies. Yeah. All right. So anyway, everyone was wearing theirs, and uh, you know, normally they're pennies. And then I was like, I want to wear mine like a bandana, right? So I like, you know, wrapped it up and like wrapped it around my head, kind of like how Windsor was wearing his bandana when he walked into this apartment. Yeah, where my bandana go? And then the gym teacher was like, no, you can't wear your thing like that. And then uh, I was like, yes, I can. And he was like, no, like, if you want to play this game, you have to like take it off. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm going to wear it like this. You're not my dad. Do you, you want know. me to lose my job? Right? And so then, we just had this, like, 20-minute standoff where I refused to take it off and the game wouldn't go on. Yeah. And the teacher was just like, no, you, like, we're not doing anything until you take like it off. That us yeah. not putting on gym clothes. For, I like, had this super... This isn't a thing, son. I was super, like, self-righteous about it. I, like, remember yeah. I, like, sat down on the, uh, I was, like, on, like, third base. I just, like, sat down on the base and I was like... Well, if we're not going to do this, then we're not going to do this, you know, because, like, uh, one of us has to give, and it's not going to be me, you know? And uh, it was like, I don't know, now now I look back at it, and it's pretty funny, but, like, I was pretty embarrassed about that incident hey, for, like, many years. should call him up, try to get him on the show. I so, bet we could probably get him, get him on, the on the show. I know so, that. Do you remember how we didn't wear gym clothes for, like, forever and fucking... Yeah, like you gym. know what that got me? A B-plus in gym. So after Charlie pulls the tablecloth <laughs> yeah. off of the table, uh, everyone freaks out. Daisy storms out. Charlie mm-hmm. follows after him. They pan out to the shot of a hallway, and there's just these big old statues of storks. Yeah, we saw the stork statues in an earlier scene when uh, when Charlie took Daisy on a tour of his darkened house. Yeah, and she did that like scavenger hunt where taking her clothes off. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so this is the house that uh, the power was out in. Like one uh, of those storks had her bra hanging Uh. on it at one point. And then they go outside and... And... And, uh, yeah, Daisy yells at Charlie for starting that fight. She chews him out. And he was like... basically started that fight. She kind of calls him out. He was like, I was doing it for you. Uh And she was like, bullshit. Right. Yeah, correctly so, I Fuck. think. That in that in that really branded 
Julia Roberts. Like, I think he should... I really appreciated the Julia Roberts in this scene. He should have stood up and said something. this minute. Right. But, like, really, it's not that he fought his parents. It's, like, how he fought his parents, because he just immediately, like I said before, brought it to him. He was just, like... He brought her there because he thinks she's a bottom feeder, Mm. and and he tried to impress her with the way he would stand up to his parents in his very privileged way, and that was, like... What he thought was going to be the game plan. So, um, so we brought up right here on Mystic Pizza Minute, uh, like the kind of uh, lessons that Daisy is learning now, yeah. uh, throughout this movie. Yeah. And uh, so, what lessons is Daisy learning? We uh, a couple episodes when she was uh, arguing with her mom, we were saying that uh, Daisy isn't actually learning any lessons at all because what she's actually doing is realizing that she was right the whole time. Right. You know? Yeah. So, actually, in this scene right here, I think Daisy is learning a lesson, and it's um, what she... Rich people be crazy. Not only rich people no, be crazy... No, she appreciates... She, was, she's, she said uh, the rich people were just being themselves. Like, they were being... They right. were the neutral ones in that situation. He chose to be... Like, I'm not a big advocate of, like... Like white knight syndrome and blah blah blah, yeah. but like in this particular case, he's kind of being that guy who's like, well, be, who's using his supposed like rebellion as a way of just having more ego. When she and, says, "Oh, I'm sorry," when she says, "Yeah," that like they were just being themselves, like, and then you were the one. How did she word it? She was. She was like. Uh, he, he was like. They were being jerks, and she was like, you were the one being a jerk. They were just being themselves. Right, right. But, like, maybe she's saying that he was also being himself, and that really he was a jerk, and she was just seeing how. And that she doesn't like himself. And and not even just that. That that might be the lesson she's uh, learning, is that, like, there's... You can like a person, you can be on the same page as a person, but then, like, in a fucking flash, you're not. Or... Here's what I was saying before. Your context is different than theirs. The the lesson that Daisy is learning in this scene is how to deal with herself. Because she's now above herself. Mm -hmm. She's more mature than she used to be. She's getting to see the same behavior that she exhibited. Now she's getting to see the same behavior that she exhibited before against her mother. Sure. But now Charlie is doing it against his parents. But she's so seeing really, it through a different perspective. But she's like, seeing it through a different perspective. Like she's perspective. outside her own body almost. To think. Right, yeah. right. It's like exactly. a mirror. Exactly. And she knows what she to do in the situation. And she's reprimanding Charlie for it now. It's like she's becoming her mother almost. Because yeah. like... Uh, she's using like Charlie, knowledge she got to... Yeah. I'm blown away by your intensity right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got this whole Japanese this bandana thing This is a crazy two minutes. Here. <laughs> this is a crazy two minutes. You got because uh, this whole Sorry, time we were thinking like, uh, what is Daisy going to get out of this? Like, uh, it, we we know how JoJo like uh, learned her lesson. We know how Cat learned her lesson. What lesson does Daisy learn? I have Daisy. Uh, I think at the end of Mystic Pizza Minute learns how to deal with herself because sure. she, in a sense, fell in love with but, herself. Yeah. Is should we be emphasizing the herself there? Because the question I come away from this minute asking myself is, a couple of the other relationships, well, namely Tim Travers, like we're pretty sure at this point the Tim Travers thing is not going to work out. Like it is not going to work the, out. What's the Tim right. Travers thing? Is that Vince? Vince uh, no, basically, no. the thirty-year-old yeah. and his babysitter. Yeah, is not going to work out. Right, and so like, and That's maybe character? like 
Yeah, that's I, Drew Scanlon's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think the Bill and JoJo relationship is still pretty up in the air, whether or not it's going to work that's out. That's going to work out, and it's going to result in a wedding. Sorry. I think it is, but yeah. <laughs> but still, like at this point in the movie, it's that like a little... Like a climax. Just, you know, to put a puzzle forward. together. Right, it starts with right. a wedding, it's got to end with a wedding. Yeah, yeah. To, just to put a puzzle together it's before it's finished, you know, it's like going to end with uh, but, JoJo and Bill getting married again. But anyway, so... Hey. Uh, but, okay, so then I guess the real question mark is, for a while now, we've been thinking that Daisy and Charlie are definitely going to work out because he seems cool, right? Uh huh. But like maybe what she's asking herself think, at the end of this cool. is, is, is he cool? Yeah, exactly. Well, does she want to be part of this? Like, like you know, for or her, do I want to be with a cool? Like, is it as simple as cool? Is it all well, of these questions? In the same vein of her recognizing behavior in him that she is exhibiting herself, yeah, like. She is not just considering Charlie as, like, a, a single piece that can be taken out of his context. Like, the context is important to, like, what she likes about him because he's, like, rich and stuff. You know, she that might not be the only thing for her, uh-huh. but, like, he's her ticket out of there, you know? Yeah. Like, right. and then meanwhile, she's realizing that he sees her... The same way. Yeah, exactly. She's his ticket out of it. And does that make the perfect match, or does that make the perfect, like, uh, like, uh, you know, magnetic repelling, you know? Yeah. Like, are you supposed to stay away from people like that, or is that your perfect match? I think And that's kind of the question between the both of them. And there's, yeah, maybe you're just supposed to be friends with the person. Although, I think in this case, and, uh... She's asking herself those questions, is what you're saying? Yeah. Although I think in this case, in this particular minute, um, maybe she hasn't realized it yet, but she is actually the more mature of the two in this situation because she's like had more experience than Charlie. Charlie is going through the same things that she is on a much different level, you know, but like they're polar opposite. Well, Does I have she a like look up to him in a way during the other I don't parts think of the movie? so. I think she what sees is, her. She sees she herself like him? above him in the way that like he's new to her world, right? And she, he sees. Okay, so she's been taking a, not taking advantage, her. but has been leveraging that. So, so quick yeah. aside though, okay. uh, Daisy Winner of the idea. minute. Yeah, Daisy Winner of the minute. Yeah. Okay. So with that out of the way, I just wanted to say, uh, like, how do you think this fun hypothetical here? How do you think Charlie would react to seeing Daisy fight with her mom? Uh, he would, uh, probably just, like, stand up straight, like, hands folded, and be like, uh, this is not my thing, I'm going to have proper manners here. Well, you don't think he would have a reaction the way she had a reaction to No, I think that would be, like, uh, that would be, like, very poor manners, which he knows, because he knows good manners, like, Uh he grew up in, like, a rich family and stuff, and you just... Well, are you saying that Daisy's exhibiting bad manners here? I don't think Daisy's exhibiting bad manners. She is uh, responding appropriately to his bad manners. Well, okay. So if she was, ex- yes. if she was like yelling at her mom or whatever, if if she had that whole, if, if he had been there for the previous scene when she was all like, "I'm a slut. And mm-hmm. Nothing I ever do is good enough for you," like, and then afterwards, like, what would he have said to her? Like once once they like exited that situation like would she would have, have said been, to Daisy she, yeah what, what would he have said to Daisy like he would have brought something up about the fight that he had just he would witnessed. have been like you did good let's go get some food and go so you think he would have been supportive of her like yeah getting into because a as we fight. know by this point Charlie's well, a pretty good boyfriend I'm bringing, sure. The reason well, I'm bringing this up is your your idea that she's the one being more mature in this situation. I think that's... Well, it, to go even further, uh, here's what she could have done to be less mature in this situation. She's at this dinner party. Charlie gets in a fight with his parents. 
You know what Daisy could have done right off the bat? Tackle Aunt Tweety. Not tackle Aunt Tweety so much, but um, yell at Charlie in front of his parents. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, she sure. does not do. Right. She waits until they go outside, and then she starts yelling at Charlie. Right. That's nice of her, yeah. 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 So she could have done it right off the bat. She could have slammed her fist down and been like, Charlie, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Like, don't yell at this, you know? But that would have made her, or that would have... Um, that would be a little bit of a freak out. Yeah, that would have been a freak out on her end. That would have been yeah. exhibiting poor manners on her part. Sure. She waited until they got outside to reprimand Charlie for what he just did. Yeah. So Daisy is the much more mature person she in this situation. Out. Yeah. Winner of the minute. And yeah, like uh, we said before, like uh, Daisy knows her shit. She knows what to do. She's learned all her lessons. And um, now she's just like, uh, like she's learning a lesson. Like I said before, like she has to deal with somebody who's like herself. But this is also the person that she fell in love with. And she has to exhibit those lessons that she learned before uh-huh. and use them on that person. I like how sometimes, like, if I use a word a bunch of times, <laughs> then you'll just start using it. This was the Mystic Pizza Minute. Exhibit. Minute 90. We did it. Exhibit 90. Starring Matt Damon. Thanks, Steve Richardson, hey. for editing the show. Thanks, Steve Chandler, for coming on. Thank you, Bungler, thank you. for the awesome music. And thank you, audience, for being our audience. And just to remind you all, uh, Holford audience in the world. just bought a fidget spinner for his vape. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her to the night with all the, the lights from above. Holford just bought a fidget spinner to the prayer for his the and ocean. A jeweler. Thanks, Steve uh, Chandler, for coming. Yeah, you guys. Bye. Thank you all for that. Home, God bless America. God bless America. My home, sweet home. Matt Damon. Matt Damon 2020. Damon.